0: I want to talk to you about uh, a successful uh, client I've had. I've had quite a few that I've helped them overcome some of the unhealthy patterns that they had learned to adapt to their dysfunctional family. And dysfunctional family is a family where you're not encouraged to be you. you. There's not room for you to be you for one reason or another. In John's case, John came from a very chaotic alcoholic family. Both parents were alcoholic. His mother's two uncles were alcoholic. Another sibling of his was alcoholic. So alcohol really ran in the family. And the way John coped with this dilemma, this, this chaos, is that the parents would fight every day they were both drinking. They were both fighting uh, you know, with each other. Sometimes one drank more than the other. Sometimes they both drank. But there was just a lot of that. He would just go into his room and just shut himself off by get doing video games. And he kind of was branded by the other family members as the selfish, aloof one. And he didn't kind of come off that way as aloof and selfish. And like nothing seemed to bother him. He was like Teflon. So Parents were fighting. He was just in his own room. He'd come down at the dinner table. He'd just sit, eat, then leave the dinner table, go back up to his room. And this is how he coped. You know, different different uh, children, uh, adult children of alcoholics, for example, will have different roles. And some people are the responsible ones. Some people are the caretakers. Some people act out. In his case, he was the aloof one. And uh, that's how he coped. Uh, it was a way of regulating so he could uh, deal with his his pain deal with his anxiety deal with feeling out of control which i'm sure he did all of those things but by the time he saw me here's what happens right you, you know you have you come from this family you have this coping mechanisms coping mechanism coping mechanism uh of being aloof and shut down and, and then he gets gets involved with uh, uh in this case he got involved with a woman and it was great in the beginning but as they continue their relationship issues come up and what does he do when there's pain? He just leaves emotionally, not always physically, but definitely emotionally. He would go up into his room and play video games or get on a device. And his wife would complain that, you know, I'm all alone, I feel lonely. You're, 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 not, you're not there for me. And every time we have a problem, you just go and avoid me. And it was really, uh, really painful. You know, it was so painful to the point where when they came to see me, there there was a good possibility they're not going to make it. So what we did with John is we helped him look at much more closely about where this came from. This family, this adaptation to his very chaotic chaotic, alcoholic, dysfunctional family, how he would shut down. And so the way to help him break free is to learn how to connect with his body, you know, with what he was avoiding, and to recognize what he was running away from. And so the therapy was a lot about that. It was very important. When people come from families where there's a lot of dysfunction, they typically uh, they have avoided their feelings, because what else are they going to do? It's not me to feel it. It's surely not me wanting to express it. There was no room for him to have an, a problem that was already so chaotic. So You suppress it. So of course we need to help him get back in touch with what he was hiding. Because it's sort of like if you imagine that this painful part of him that had submerged is like think of it as a part of him, like a person, like a little person. Just like you have a little child who's hurting. You don't say to a child, go away. But that's kind of what he had to do. That was the only way he could cope. So we had to help him kind of embrace this the feelings, the sadness the fear that he had. He was able to get in touch with that. And there was a lot of awareness, a lot of working through, a lot of processing. Sometimes, and in his case, I did EMDR, which is uh, trauma processing, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So sometimes we do that. The programs I do talk a lot about how to to heal and how to uh, find your lost self. And that's what we did with him. We helped him find his lost self, the feeling side of him, the pain side of him, the part of him that needed people to be big, but there was nobody big. And so we started to then, once he recognized it, we started to help him realize that he's letting me be big for him, that I was there for him. But ultimately, that his, at that time now, wife could be there for him. And uh, I say at that time, because they're still together. But uh, so they... I think when I saw them, they were married about three years at the time. Uh, But uh, he was able to practice letting her be there for him. So he started to talk a little bit more. He learned, instead of having that what we call an avoidance attachment style, he learned to let her be there for him. And as he did that, he was able to heal. Not only the relationship that was definitely getting healed, but that this part of him that was getting healed that wasn't getting ignored by him or by his wife or by me. Uh, ultimately, he chose to talk to his family about how it was for him. That was very healing. It's not always necessary to go back to the family of origin, but it can be helpful. And in his case, in John's case, he did. He went back to his parents and who were alive and you know still drinking but maybe not quite as much as they were back then. Uh, but he, he told them how he felt and how they didn't meet his needs and how that he needed them to be stable and secure and he didn't get that and how we cope with it and how it affected his marriage and other relationships too. Uh, and it was healing for him to hear himself say that. It's not like they just took it and decided to change their lives, but it was it was good for him to express what he never did express when he was younger. And so he's doing well, he's thriving. I wanted to tell you about John and his uh, his story about how he overcame his alcoholic, chaotic, dysfunctional family. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.